Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? This is Derek, longtime OG of the challenge. Plus, uh, I'm over here chilling with Dak and Adam telling all types of ridiculous Johnny Bananas stories from from uh, yesteryear. Listen to this podcast, listen to my podcast, and have a great fucking day. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Dax, tell us about our guest today. Uh, our guest today is a fellow podcast host, but also a reality TV OG star for MTV. Uh, it is Derek from The Challenge. Welcome, Derek. Derek, thank you. Uh, dude, thanks again for coming on this, brother. It's uh, it's cool to talk to a guy who's an OG, uh, not just the podcast space now, but also of the MTV Challenge space where uh, Dax and I are big fans. How many challenges have you competed now in? Uh, I've done 10 uh, with uh, one All-Stars that's uh, on Paramount+. Plus. Um, and, uh, and I had that... Uh, had a cameo for that mercenary elimination, uh, which you might as well just give it a season because um, it was so awesome, I guess, in my book. But, um, but yeah, no, it's I guess that we would call it 10 plus one. Okay. Yeah, we had okay. we had Mark Long on here, like, when he was, like, championing that, that whole project along and, like, talking He's about it. It was in the infancy stage. Yeah, he was like, I want this to happen. I'm, I'm going out, and he made it happen. It was pretty dope. It was a big success, too. I mean, it was kind of cool that he got all those people involved. And I think as me, as a guy who grew up on MTV's The Real World and the OGs of the show, I'm not really familiar with Are You The One. So to see people like Derek and all the the older cast members compete, was that was a lot of fun. How was it for you? Um, so, like, it's it's kind of crazy because it's just been this, like, evolution. And then it's now it's like the the evolution of the revolution because there've been so many, like uh, so many, so many ways that they've tried to like, you know, make it different or change the theme. And now they're just like pulling from people from all over the place, different countries, survivor, Romania, survivor, Turkey, you know, 12 days of Christmas, wherever that's from. And so now it's like this like conglomerate of, uh, you know, the most entertaining reality TV characters that have ever existed on the planet. But the, what Mark Long did is he kind of was like, yo, you guys are forgetting about the fucking soldiers that paved the way. Why are you forgetting about the vets? People 
on the internet have been banging on the challenge walls for years and years and years. Get, you know, give me Mark Long. Give me this one. Give me that one. Why isn't Derek back? Well, somehow he made, you know, he made the way to towards the uh, challenge gods and um, made it happen. So now it's like, now you can see the OGs on the All-Stars season on Paramount+. Plus. And then, you know, we'll see if there's like a season two, three, and four. But I think it's wide open for that. And he's talking about having like a Super Bowl for like season 40 of like All-Stars versus the main show. So, I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like All-Stars feels like AEW. And <laughs> like, the show is like WWE. And it's like, you know, what's going to happen? But I, I think it's just cool, man. I think it's cool to like, have all these characters, man. The, the reason why I do the podcast is just at some point I felt like my story was untold. And each person that like, each person that I've like interviewed, they have this like special story. And a lot of times because of, uh, you know, time restrictions, there's their stories just kind of left untold, but it's like so fascinating. Like how the fuck did they get there? What do they do in their normal lives? Um, you know, they've been chosen to, to entertain millions of people across the world, but you're going to give them like, I don't know, an equivalent of like two minutes of TV time. Like that doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah, the, the podcast has been going on for like three years and, uh, you know, we're still kicking and, you know, we're covering this season of, uh, of the challenge. That's awesome. When, when was the last challenge that you did, by the way? So I did Filming. all all-Star Season 1 on Paramount Plus, um, which was, I believe, kind of Paramount Plus's way. They kind of like, I feel like they used us to like push their streaming service. And I think it worked. So um, we had good reviews. And then the season I did before that was Dirty 30, which would be Season 30. They're on Season 37 now, Spies, Lies, and Allies. So about... About seven seasons ago, about three or four years ago, was the the last time you saw me like a main show. Um, I did the mercenary elimination, probably um, I don't know season maybe like thirty one or thirty two. So um, I don't know wherever your brains go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what? How long is the gap usually in between challenges? Like you get off the show. I mean, I guess the gap could range on how quick you get eliminated, but generally, how long is the gap in between? each different season you know i think that they do generally like two uh two seasons a year two big seasons a year that last about two months if you make it to the end and i think that there's like maybe like a maybe three month gap or something like that so let's say if they film in i don't know january then maybe they would film like you know mid-year or something like that um so, and I think in past years, they've tried to do like, do like the champs versus stars or the, uh, you know, ch champs versus pros. And that kind of like didn't happen. But at some point, the reason why the podcast is called Challenge Mania is because it was like WrestleMania challenge style all year long. And you had people like Mike the Miz out here hosting champs versus pros, champs versus stars, and kind of helping push push these shows so there's like a year-long year-long challenge um so uh so yeah um 
But I remember back in the day, like CT, for example, like I don't know if he's ever taken a break from uh, like ever since he came back. And he, I mean, he did all the champs versus stars and yeah. he did all the and now he's just like still going. So for people like him, there have may have only been like a month, a month break in between shows for like three or four years, like Carl Maria you know like like people like that um back when champs versus stars was a thing they were going back to back to back um to back so i guess it just depends on you know who it is but i think generally they're doing two shows a year that last about two months and now with covid it's like i mean if there's a start and stoppage it's like uh, now we're pushing fucking two and a half months and you're like how well is my kid really doing (laughs) you know (laughs) Now, does this become like does this become like a full time job for a lot of people that are involved in the challenges? Because I can't imagine like having like let's say a normal job and like going to the normal job and then hey, by the way, I'm going to be gone and film for two months yeah. and I'm going to come back. Like it's got to be difficult, right? Yeah. So back in the day, man, uh, you know, I did I did road rules when I was 19, and then I did six challenges in a row. So like college was. Like, why am I going to go to college when I have this really cool, like, fucking TV show gig, right? And where where you would also be accompanied by, like, you know, bars and club appearances. And then also, like, a speaking engagement here or there. And, and, and so, but at some point, like, the pay wasn't, you know, it wasn't what, you know, what, it wasn't what it is now where it's, like, comparable to, like, you can pay your bills, you have some money on the side, and then you may win a big fucking chunk of change at the end of this thing back in the day, man, like people were like, when are you going to get a normal job? What, you know, before, before social media, like really had their boom and you can like have the influencer stuff and you can market on social, market your products on social media. Um, it, people were like, when are you going to get a real job? You know? So now it's all different, man. Reality TV is almost taken over. Like remember back in the day when like you couldn't do movies and reality TV because yeah. you were like, or even probably for you guys too, right? Like, um, like because you guys are so well known in this field, or your face is so well known in this field, how could you possibly have a role or do something else? Now you can, you know. Now you can sort of be pseudo endorsed by like some smaller company who's throwing you a little bit of money for promoting their product. You know, maybe it's not Under Armour, but maybe it's like. I don't know some of these like little products here and there. Chubbies, what up? You know, Chubbies? <laughs> what up, Chubby? Like, it's like, but it's like you kind of support each other. You know, your team, and you're doing this on social media, and you're growing, and they're growing, and you know. So, luckily, with the social media boom, like we can do shit like that now. Yeah. Whereas when it back then, it's like get a real job. It's like fuck, I really like this job. How do I keep it going? Well, you really can't. Because there's not enough money out there. Yeah. So yeah, when you go sure. on the show, does you know, does do you get a little bit of money? Does MTV give it a little bit of money for each week you last on the series, plus the bonus of winning the grand prize? How does that work? Yeah. I, so I, I, I'm 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 uh, I guess I'm I'm contractually obligated not to like speak too much about this, but sure. Uh, yeah. There, you know, there is a little bit, you know, to, to go on. And that's then, great. And, and that's, and I'll just leave it at that, but it's yeah, now yeah. it's worth it 
you know, it's like you can be a parent and 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 you can you can tell your child um, or your husband or your wife like or significant other yo or your job yo can I take a leave of absence I'm going to go on the show and I'm not just going to have fun I'm not just going on some kind of fucking spring break excursion with a bunch of crazy animals that you've seen do crazy shit on TV it's like no it's like now I'm go you can you can you can sort of uh, I'm going to work. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to work. And guess what? This job may excuse me. Um, this job may, you know, may help me in the future somehow. So Yeah. It's changed, man. It's, no, that's it's all it's, I think it says a lot to you as a person, like where they could get any person to do this job, but they like you so much, and then you have such a following, but also an attachment to the show. Like we need to take care of him. So he keeps doing the show and, you know, and like the other people, the CTs and some of the other people on the show. So I, I think that says a lot about you as a person, as your role on the show that, you know, they, they, they want to have you, they need to have you because they know part of the success of the show is of the viewers. Um, well, they, they, like, you. I was going to say that the viewers like myself, they start to like love you guys so much or uh, gravitate to a certain personality you want to see him back. And I think that's what, like kind of what you mentioned before with Mark Long and what he did with the vets. It's like you grew up and you're like, you identified with people or you just, you know, are gravitated towards certain personalities and to see them all back together, which is where the magic really came into with that show. Where, where's like the best place that you've ever traveled for one of these challenges? Uh, you know, it's, it's so, so you tell me, like, what do you think is the coolest? Because for us, we go there and we film and I'll, and I'll throw you all my, I'll give you all the countries that I've been to. Okay. And, and, and you can just sort of, you can go into the magic kingdom <laughs> and, and, and try to like fantasize what you think, because we go there and we work, right? So we get to see cool shit, but we go back to the house and we're primarily in the house. We're not, we're not able to like venture out and like really experience like the culture and the people and the accents and, and the, um, <laughs> And the, even uh, even afterwards, like once you're done filming, you go you don't get like a two weeks to just like enjoy. So like I, my kid's twelve, so anytime I, I, like anytime I uh, anytime I I've gone on a show, I've like all right, I got to get back to my kid. You know, yeah. I, I haven't got to the point where I'm like, yo, D, I'm gonna stay in this other country. I, look, I did I did a couple of years ago. I did I was like, you know what, these guys they talked me into going to Ibiza. Uh, when I was in Spain, uh, I was an alternate in Spain and they didn't use me. So we started drinking and uh, Kellyanne and Corey Brooks, who was on Big Brother and uh, and uh, Nicole had, Ramos just got eliminated. And, you know, they were going to use me then they weren't. And I was just like, start, already started drinking. And they were like, all right, you're good. And then they talked to me into going to Ibiza. And I'm like, all right. Right. This is this is one of those situations where I'm like, all right, D, I'm not coming back for a couple days. I'm gonna be gone. <laughs> These will be stories you will never hear in your life. And um, and uh, so we did that in in Spain. But previously, I'm mean, so my kid was probably about nine or ten at that point. Um, and uh, I was you know happily divorced, and I was like, fuck it, you're gonna watch you know like we're, i'm just gonna do it finally like because back in the day like i, I went to czech republic i'm 100 polish i'm like the czech republic is like 
right across the street from Poland. And I never went. And I'm like, I've never been to Poland, but I speak the language. I read and write it. I speak in a different dialect. And I've never, like, I've never been able to go and stay and submerge myself into these, like, cool countries. So it's kind of like, I guess, I, you know, I guess, I guess it's one of my, what, what do they call the, what, you know, regrets. One of my regrets is that I really haven't been able to, like, do what you're saying. So to answer your question, and, uh, and, and, and I really do feel like the, the characters are kind of like, like Disney characters, right? Like when you go to, um, you know, when you go to the Magic Kingdom or, or whatever, wherever you're at, you see these people out in public. It's like, oh, my gosh, there's fucking Daffy Duck. Oh, my God, look, he's with Bugs Bunny. <laughs> um, so you're like, you know, you guys have seen us on TV for so long and like rooted for us or seen us, you know, you guys have seen us laugh, cry. You guys have seen us at our worst, at our best. And like, you're like, fuck, bro. I remember you doing that crazy thing over there. And so <laughs> I, I feel like that's kind of how we are to a lot of people or like Tom and Jerry or whatever. But to answer your question, you tell me what's the coolest country. Well, Chile. What, yeah. What was the hardest one to live at? Like, was there? I'm sure there's like, yes, you don't get to experience all the, the nightlife and the culture and uh, the food. But like, was there one that? you know, that was amazing, were just beautiful. And was there one that the bugs were just coming at you all night and just getting killed by mosquitoes and stuff? Yeah. So, um, I'd say there was a show called the Island, um, where it was kind of very like survivor esque and we had to sleep in like bug nets. Um, and it was like, you know, you had like limited amount of food and the bugs were like eating the girls up. Like I remember some of the girls left just like legs, just, I mean, like mosquito, like bites all over their legs, like to the point where they like, scratched like scars into their legs um, probably because of the lotions they were using along with like the bugs and whatever the case may be um that was pretty that was pretty shitty um but uh but for me argentina always feels like kind of like a home away from home uh i did my first season of road rules there we spent a month in chile then we spent a month in argentina where i could actually submerge myself in the cultures and and uh um you know in, in the different um uh, uh like just, just the RV parks and just, you know, the landscape. Like I was able to like experience Argentina. And then when we did the challenge, the first season of the challenge all-stars, um, that was also in Argentina. And then I ran a final in, uh, on dirty 30 in Argentina. We went from Colombia to Argentina just to run the final. So I kind of feel like my heart is like, don't cry for me, Argentina. It's like, I've never left you. And I feel like I'm coming back at some point. So I feel like Argentina is a good one. And, uh, you know, the island in Panama was kind of like, what, you know, what about the New Zealand one? That was like, um, was it like a dual season or something like that? New Zealand, though, I feel yeah. like that that's just one place I've always wanted to go to. So I think that's why in my mind, it's like, oh, that sounds so fun. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, I didn't get to do New Zealand, but um, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, New Zealand is a, a bucket list For country. Sure. Also, um, but I've been to a lot of cool ones. Australia, you know, like for some reason, Australia, that's one that's like, you know, I, the, the, you know, the, 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 the people are so like laid back, man. Their, their, their motto is like, you know, no worries, sweet A's mate, you know, which is just, <laughs> mean, they're just walking around being like sweet A's mate, which means sweet ass. It's like, what? fucking planet am i on this is amazing um 
but yeah, I'd say maybe Australia too. Australia is another memorable one for me. What is, so you've done these challenges a lot, you know, and obviously the CTs and those guys are on a lot. Guys like that, because there's so much at stake, because you could win a million dollars, you know, I, I got to, I mean, this is kind of a tough question, but are some of these guys, are they taking steroids before they go on and do a season? Just do you guys get steroid tested? How does that work? No, no steroid testing. Um, you know, for a guy like me, that's, uh, you know, takes pride in his work ethic, takes pride in everything he does before the season, you know, year round, um, you know, that, you know, that, that, uh, that topic is, is, is definitely a little irking, you know, but someone like me is hard, hard headed and stubborn as I am. I go, ah, I could fucking beat them anyway. I've been out working them in, in the off season. Um, I've been, you know, I've been doing a lot more conditioning, um, you know, but the truth is, is like, you know, it, you know, when, you know, the rubber meets the road, it's like, you know, sometimes the road is much bigger and harder and, 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 and fucking rock solid. And, and you just, sometimes you can't really go through a wall, but you know, I've, I've had my, you know, I've had my fair share of wins and losses with, um, you know, you know, you know, people in, in, that run in that narrative. And I, you know, I just, I try not to think about it um, anymore, but you know, again, man, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that's just like, you know, uh, I've worked so hard for my stature, which is just 165 pounds. And, uh, and you know, it's, uh, you know, that, that shit's annoying. You know, it would, it, you wonder the, 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 the real, the real answer is you just, you wonder, you know, who, who is, who isn't. And, um, you know, Adam, did we ask Bananas that question when he came on? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying I to forget, my brain but I, if, I, if I just worked out answer. Bananas last week, and I can tell you one thing. He's definitely not using steroids. So uh, <laughs> at, this, at this moment, at this moment, I can tell you that. I was like – No, I want to yeah. know, why is CT so dominant? I, I got to know, like, what is it about CT? Is he just like a crazy workhorse? Is it just he's so talented? Like, what the hell is it that – like, there just isn't people like someone to take him down. Why is that? Uh, well, I think, I think his mentality has changed in the, in the most recent 10 years, right? Whereas in the, in the pre, the original CT was just kind of just, you know, he was just kind of like, you know, he was, I think he was just more of like living off of his emotions. So if someone got him stirred up, you know, he may fucking knock him out. And, you know, from a, you know, competition standpoint, you know, some people would be like, well, he may just fucking, you know, lose it this time around or this season. And, uh, you know, but he's such an athlete and he's so feared that, you know, he may just come out with the win. So in, in the, the, the pre-CT, he was the most athletic person, right? But he had this, like, his only weakness was his only – his only kryptonite was basically his himself and, and, and his emotions. Um, now it's like, he's got that all figured out. People still fear him. He's really smart. He's good at the puzzles. He's still the most athletic fucking guy on the field <laughs> and people are scared of him. Like he is, he is the ultimate fucking challenge Fina. Like he is, he like, how are you going to beat him? So, uh, you know, it's like probably team up with them and see if you can beat him in a final. 
Um, but now, like, he's literally lost the dad bod. Like, he's he doesn't um, – like, he looks better now than he has – well, listen, I, 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 I played against the, the CT that was fucking slim and trim and looking like a fucking model. And and looking like he could dunk a fucking basketball on somebody and looking like a linebacker. So now it's like I you know, I really haven't seen him like up close like that. I haven't really analyzed, but I could see by the way he, you know he carries himself and you could just tell by his you could tell that he's he's slimmed up some. So like this is the most, you know, feared CT there's really ever been because he's really got the, he's really bringing the right mentality to the game. Like he probably won't punch you out nowadays if you piss him off. He'll probably just scare the fuck out of you and continue playing the game, and and that's it. It's like, um, and it, and you know, it it'll take an army to put him into elimination. Um, that's how they tried to do it the first this this last season on double agents, and I really do think that we're. You know, the past couple of seasons we've seen, like, even when Dad Bod CT was around, or he was calling him Dad Bod CT, and no one wanted to pick him on the, uh, on that, uh, on that team where it was, uh, uh, you know, US versus UK. Like, they were talking about not picking him because he looked out of shape. He still won that fucking season. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, now he's got them, he's got, he's clearly got the right mentality. He's got he's got the right work ethic, you know, before he goes into the season and people still fear him and he's good at puzzles. And like it's like you, you wonder, you know, watching this season, how they're potentially going to try to come after him, because at this point, it seems like the veterans all have this veteran truce and they're going to, you know, maybe take out all try to take out all the rookies. And I'll tell you right now, the rookies ain't going to be fucking, you know, like, oh, let me go after CT first. They're. It's just, it's just not gonna happen. He's yep. just too well known, you know. He's the he's the he's the uh, reigning champ. Um, he's just like too powerful, really, in all ways. Yeah, like he's just he's a he's a soldier, you know. He, he's he's like Goro. He's yeah, like Goro. <laughs> Goro. He's fucking Goro. <laughs> <laughs> What, but what, Johnny Bananas, another thing. Why, you know, obviously Johnny, I think, has the most wins. I could be wrong on that, but maybe not anymore because he stepped down, but he's competing in the most challenges. Why has Johnny Bananas been so good at the challenge? Is it the mind games or what? So uh, Johnny Bananas is also like the ultimate uh, challenge uh, character. And um, he's won seven times. He is the all-time, all-time challenge champ. Uh, and, he, you know, I – he, he walked away from the game with like a fucking home run walked away with the championship and uh, after 20 seasons. And, uh, you know, I think he kind of did it the right way, but he's so good at, he's also so like versatile in, 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 in the physical realm and the social realm. And, and it's, and he's, it's, it's weird. It's almost like he's always made his road harder than it needed to be because he's like, he's like the the mouth. He's like the mouth of the South. He's like the one always talking. He's the one always putting the target on his back, but somehow he's always finding his way at the top of these things. I mean, yeah, he's had some shitty seasons. People might go on and say, 
oh, look at his elimination record. It's not that great. I mean, he's probably been about fucking 30 eliminations. So, you know, over 20 seasons. I mean, he's so experienced. That that's that that that's there's the there's that that's where um CT and 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 uh Johnny kind of fall in the same bubble is they've had the experience. So there probably hasn't seen they probably haven't seen something that they haven't kind of already seen before. Like whether it's a climbing and a puzzle or it's like a you know, you know, whatever they're trying to, you know, pair up, you know, you know, that, that com- competition day, it's like, they've kind of seen it before, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what impresses me about Johnny is like, he's always been able to kind of, you know, he like find himself in like a shitty situation and then climb his way out of the hole and then become the champ and not just the champ. He's the all time champ. So, um, and I just, it's, it's weird, man. Um, the way he's attacked some of these games, I was just like, bro, he is never going to win a challenge again. You know, but this whole bananas versus everybody mentality, like you can't do that anymore. You have to play the, I'm an old man game type of mentality. I can't beat anybody anymore. I've lost six challenges in a row. Fucking uh, uh, way to victory. No. This guy is just like, oh, okay, I got a different route. I'm going to team up with my biggest foe in Wes and see how that happens. So it's like he's almost like also like not just the best. Um, he's not just the best like competitor. He's also like the best like reality TV personality that there's ever been. So um, whereas CT has – people just love CT. He, he can do – no wrong. You know, people have seen him grow. You know, people love that. People love the growth of, of, of people. And Johnny, like, he's been hated on and managed to still come out on top. Still on top of CT um, with his seven cha- seven challenge championship. So we'll see. Once CT gets to, like, 20, we can, you know, compare and contrast. But I just don't think that CT had the mentality of this of, of the challenge being a sport and the challenge being, you know, who's, you know, who's going to be the best at our sport at the end of this, you know, when we're 50, who's going to be the best at this fucking sport that we create. We fucking <laughs> created a sport. John, it's true. The, the people before us, the people that have, you know, uh, uh, you know, that have, you know, that have, didn't even know what the hell this is going to be. Um, but there's a, there's a middle chunk in here where it kind of became serious, you know, like we're going to count elimination records. We're going to fucking, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, w- you know, for me, I'm like, I'm the hardcore champion. No one's ever going to fucking have the hardcore title just like me and fucking Mick Foley did. Um, <laughs> so it's like, and now you've got all these people coming from other, other countries and they're like, oh, damn, this fucking exists. This is a whole different planet. This is like superheroes and supervillains fucking coming out to an island and, and, and just, you know, just, just trading fucking superpowers. Yeah. You know, you, you brought up West for a second there. Now I gotta know is he gets a, a pretty bad rap. I would say on TV, they always kind of make him look like an a-hole. 
is he like that in real life or is this a character that he plays like when cameras stop is west pretty dope or is what you see kind of what you get in real life yeah, you know, I, I, I used to, you know, I used to feel the same way uh, about him. Uh, we had a, we had a, you know, but it's weird, man. It's crazy, man. It's like a lot of people are like 50-50 on this, you know? Like for me, I, I also viewed him as like, you know, a bad guy, the, you know, the villain for, for many, many years. You know, he's the guy that kind of like, you know, uh, you know, he was always on the opposite side of, of my people, of my alliance. So I was naturally like, you know, ah, he looks like an asshole, but. Um, you know, we've, we've gotten a little bit closer over the years and, uh, I, I do think that, um, you know, he, he is a good person outside of the show and, um, and, uh, and it's just like, it's, it's who we gravitate to in the challenge. You know, some of us gravitate to, you know, it, it just the different personalities we gravitate to and, and who we think is going to team up with me and who thinks I'm a fucking asshole, who doesn't think I'm an asshole. And if we collectively think that that guy's an asshole, then we might as well just fucking try to get him out. And vice versa, you know, there's going to be times where people fucking thought I was the biggest asshole or Johnny was the big, luckily for me, Johnny was always the biggest, he was more <laughs> of an asshole of me. So they could just go after Johnny first. And that was always my game plan. Um, but, you know, you know, I, I you know, it's like, Wes, Wes is one of those people that has um, always, you know, put his hand in the fire and sometimes he gets burned. and But nonetheless, like he makes like, you know, very entertaining TV moments. And um, I think that that's a big part of the show too, is like these vets that know, like we need to keep the franchise going. And if I got to throw my fucking, you know, if I got to put my balls in a fire to see how fucking hot they get, then, you know, so be it. And he's one of those franchise players that, you know, that the, the MTV and Buna Murray continue to go to because, he has this mind of, you know, whether I win or lose, you guys are going to fucking like seeing it or you guys are going to watch. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So does TJ Lavin have the best job, like one of the best jobs on TV? I mean, I feel like he kind of went into this job hosting, the show took off, and now he's like, fuck, dude, I got a great gig. I'm not leaving. Like, is, is it all him when it comes to – I, I don't know. It just blows my mind, like how this guy who was a BMX racer or BMX, you know, X Games type uh, performer, and now he's the host of the show, and now he's like, he could be kind of uh, um, looked at as like an Alex Trebek to a Pat Sajak. Like he is the host of the challenge, and now he, I mean, he's been there for what over twenty years now, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, I was there during his, his first season. I mean, just fucking raw. You know, just like, uh, you know, he took Dave Mira's spot. Oh, Dave ironic. Mira. That was, it was That's Dave Mira. Right. went to I TJ Lavin. Holy shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. So with, with TJ though, do you guys ever like hang out with him or talk to him or like when the show's filming, do you get to actually hang with him or is he just like on his own thing, comes in, does his hosting and then just walks away and you don't see him the rest of the day, the rest of the time. Yeah. No, man, you, you know how it is, man. It's like, for me, it, it it's like, you can't. He's like the referee, you know what I mean? He's like, you know, he's like, you know, sometimes he's a referee. So, like, you can't, like, you don't want, you just want to respect, like, the lines. You know what I mean? So, no, we don't, like, necessarily hang out with him. But, you know, he's been on my podcast a few times. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, he's very, he's very, like, 
he's very cool. I mean, it's not like we hang out with him. I mean, he came to one of our Challenge Mania lives when we did, were, were in Vegas. Um, we do these live shows at comedy clubs. This one was not um, in Vegas. Apparently, Vegas does not have many comedy clubs. Um, but, uh, you know, th- th- like, I just try to keep it, like, business-like because I never want people to, like, assume that there's some sort of, you know, favoritism going going on or something along those lines. But he's really a fucking awesome person. I think that, like, the other day I saw him, like, FaceTiming with, with uh, Drake. Like, it's something like that. I saw, you know, like, Drake was supposed to come out and visit him. So it's like, you want to talk about, like, you know, like the challenge franchise as a whole doing their part to like elevate our status. Like we're talking about fucking Drake coming to visit TJ, you know, and whatever country, Croatia, you know, but he couldn't cause he had to finish something for his album. Like, um, you know, I think I was watching uh, TJ on MTV Cribs the other day and he said something like, Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt used to live here. I'm like, oh shit, you used to have a crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt too? Wait a minute, she was sleeping in your bed? Like, you know, like we're fucking elevating on all spectrums. Like Johnny Bananas has got a fucking uh, a, a TV show after, uh, after SNL. Saturday. Like, come on, man. J- Johnny Bananas has been on Jimmy Kimmel. You know? Um, fucking CT's doing movies. Um... You know, we've got we've got people coming in from Nigeria with a million followers. You know, like it's 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 global, it's worldwide. Um, you know, like even when Wes and, and, and Johnny did their little stunt on uh Maury, like, come on, you know, back then, like, yeah, we've had some cool celebrity stories. I've been recognized by a couple cool celebrities, but like this who? Is, wait, who's wait? Who's who's a who's a big celebrity that came up to you and was like, "Man, I'm a fucking big challenge uh, fan." Uh, so um, this is my favorite because obviously he's a fucking great dude and ha- has reached um, beyond the stars. Um, I used to go to a church in Beverly Hills. Um, I forget what it's called. It's been it's been so long, um, but it's right there off of Rodeo Drive, and um, and. Uh, I mean, it was just common, like, uh, Master P would come in with all his kids and, um, and Mark Wahlberg would always, you know, you know, every now and then I'd see him over, you know, wherever he, he sat and stood or whatever. And, but it's all like, you know, you go to church, man, and you pray, you know, you go to church and you just thank God for, um, you know, where you are in life. And it's, it's not like this celebrity thing. It's just a church, man. You just go there. And, and I, and after church one day, Mark Wahlberg um, stopped me and said, hey, man, uh, I just want to tell you, uh, uh, you know, I really like you on that show. Um, me, I go, oh, I go, what's up, man? My name is Derek. And he's like, Mark, nice to meet you. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, me and my my girl, we don't we don't watch much. Uh, we don't wa- get to watch much TV. But when we do, we we watch we watch you and really like, you know, what your character on there, what you're doing on there, something along those lines. And I was like, Oh, I go, I go, I mean, I really appreciate that. I'm actually going into an elimination round in like next week. So you should probably check that out. It's going to be pretty cool. And I, you know, and it was like, I just fucking treated him like he was any other person that's ever stopped me <laughs> and said anything. And as I walked away, I, I was at church with my friend. I was like, 
do you realize who the f I'm like, God, part of my French, but who the fuck that was? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, dude, I'm like, he's got like a basketball court in his background. I could be like playing basketball <laughs> with him and his buddies like on Sundays after church. How do I not, how did you not come up with anything other than nice to meet you? So, um, I'll go watch the elimination round next week. I'm like, I'm like, Jesus. So, but you know, it's like, it's like, it's cool, man. It's cool to see that. And that was fucking, you know, almost 15 years ago. Um, and uh, so it's just cool to see like how far the franchise, um, has come and, uh, you know, and everybody who's playing their part, like, you know, I, I do the podcast, man, to like keep these stories alive, you know, to keep, yeah. you know, these, you know, keep these people like, you know, that have, you know, played either a small part, part or a big part in the, on the challenge, like keep their names alive, keep their stories alive, like celebrate whatever moment that they had, you know? So, so I, wanted, um, I wanted to ask you, uh, cause you know, we only had so much time left. What was the craziest thing that you've ever seen happen on the show that never made air? The wildest thing. So, uh, we were in the Czech Republic. Of course, it's a Johnny Banana story. We're in the Czech Republic, and we're drinking absinthe uh, during one of the nights. And we're fucking dipping our fingers in the absinthe and lighting our, our thumbs on fire. And, you know, I forget how you do it. It's like, you, then you fucking put it out. I, I don't even remember how you do it. You fucking light your thumb on fire, then you put it out, and and then you fucking take the shot, right? And we're all like like literally like stubbing our thumbs like we're they're like kind of like burning like our thumbs are on fire at some point johnny gets into it with a local and fucking pushes them down the stairs like pushes them down a flight of stairs and uh and there's some like pushing and shoving and the guy's like knocked out like at the bottom of the stairs and like we all gotta like run out scurry away um and like they're like, all right, we gotta go, we gotta go. We're like stepping over another man that's like at the bottom of these stairs, like getting on the bus, like getting the fuck out of there before, you know, who knows what type of army is coming coming our way. So um that was probably like the craziest that's you know, that I can I can I can say and talk about um without uh, you know, probably getting anybody in trouble. Um that was just like a no one got in trouble, it was fine, like no one died. Um, but, uh, yeah, good times, man. We had a lot of good times. A lot, a lot of good times on so these shows. Wild. Now, so with your podcast, you know, obviously for fans of the challenge, you know, if they're tuning in, what are they getting? Like, give me a brief description of, like, what you're doing on your podcast to kind of lure some people over there. Yeah, I mean, we're just – we're analyzing and overanalyzing. Um, my my co-host, he's uh, got about 15, 20 years of uh, behind-the-scenes – uh, you know, producing and, uh, and, and, uh, 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 um, just, he's, so he, he's got about 15, 20 years of behind the scenes, uh, work done. I've got about 15 and 20 years of on-screen, uh, work done with the challenges. And, um, he's not challenged. He's more of like a project runway, stuff like that. He's a voiceover actor. He's also like a wrestling nerd and, uh, you know, knows all his superheroes and all that stuff. And uh, he and, and and he's also a fan, so he kind of brings this like different fan slash production 
uh, viewpoint into us breaking down. And then, of course, you've got me, who's who's basic, who's won, lost, um, you know, bled, cried over the years, uh, who's played the game with these people. And then, uh, so we just basically, we break down every, you know, the major moments, uh, the altercations, the competitions, the behind the scenes, the secrets, um, without, of but, course. But are you going back in time? Or are you doing new stuff? Like what, it, what, what's like when you say challenge mania, obviously is the name of the podcast, but, um, what, you know, when you're breaking down these things, are you just saying, Hey, remember when we were here and then you kind of tell the backstory from it? So, so we like, we have, a we have probably like the, the most prominent person on from each episode. So typically like the person that just went home was Michaela. We had her on. Uh, next week we'll probably get you know one of the mo you know one of the more standout characters that was on you know the, the next episode. And we'll break that down. But we also have a Patreon where we dive in a little bit deeper and Derek's a little bit more uncensored. Because to be honest with you, I can't like talk all my shit um, on the main feed. So I do it on the Patreon, patreon.com backslash challenge mania. That's where all our, all our bonus podcasts are. And then for the main feed, like we're, 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 um, we're breaking down the, the episode, the newest episode with one of the main characters. Um, and then I can kind of, you know, uh, you know, compare and contrast, uh, my gameplay moves, uh, you know, things that I've seen in the, in the past and kind of, you know, work our way through the weeds of whether you were on Survivor and Big Brother and all your past challenge shows. And I can kind of give them a little bit of my advice on what they just did. Um, but it's just like, it's like we just dive deep into each episode with basically the main character uh, every week. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's a big sell. That's probably, it's probably the worst. <laughs> no, I, th- I think for people that... <laughs> Love the challenge shows. It's a sell. We we listen. This is how I, I usually put it. We break it down like it's fucking sports center. We are the ESPN of the challenge. Challenge Mania, challengemaniapodcast.com. If you want to check out our bonus shit, it's patreon.com backslash challenge mania. Um, we just started doing live shows again. Hopefully the Delta variant stays away. Um, Chicago shows sold out, but uh there's still some meet and greets available for our Tampa show. That's challengemania.live. Or just check me out at Derek MTV. Uh, you can check out my my co-host. He's at Shot of Jaeger. Um, and uh, it's uh, yeah, challengemaniapodcast.com if you wanna you wanna you wanna dive deep into the challenge world uh, every week. Yeah, Derek, man, you're the man, dude. Thank you so much for doing it. Congrats. Uh, I know you're doing some acting work as well, looking into that. And uh, it's good to see you, man. It's good to have an OG of the show, someone who I feel like in, in some ways we grew up with. Uh, as far as one of the when reality TV first came on, you were one of the people that was like one of the first stars to us. And uh, it's good to have you, man. Thanks for being so candid and cool. I appreciate it, brother. No, All thank right, you, hey, guys. The best. Go Yankees. Go White Sox. Maybe one of us will fucking get it. <laughs> Yo, that was fun. That was fun to have a guy who's, uh, you know, again, he's one of the, in my opinion, one of the original reality stars. Mm-hmm. Like, not just like of the challenge and stuff, but he was like when reality TV first came up, he, you know, I think goes in that genre of the, the, as one of the first reality shows. What do you think was the first reality show? No, for sure. I mean, dude, 100% real MTV yeah. reality shows. I mean, real world, road rules. Then it got into the challenges, but like legit. This, 
when we have people on like Johnny Bananas or Mark Long or Derek, like it's kind of strange because they've been famous like for so long. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? They've been on reality TV for so long. Actually, one of the coolest parties I've ever been to, uh, this was probably like eight years ago, seven years ago. I went to uh, some bar in New York City was having like a challenge. It was I got invited uh, from my friend Kenny from the challenge and he it was at a bar and all the challenge people were there just like hang out in New York City. And I went and it was like all the old real world and challenge people there. And I was like so geeking out like, oh, my God, there's Cyrus. Like I was just going nuts. <laughs> like I thought it was so cool. And yeah. I just thought it was so interesting to, like, to see them in their own element. Like because like they are normal people. But just to see them just kind of hanging out at this bar and they just took over the bar. And there wasn't that many like normal people, regular people there. So it was just very like cool to see like stand on the wall fun. and just kind of take it all in so but yeah man it's a cool and he's been on the show for a long time he hasn't been one of the biggest contenders what i mean big as far as size wise but mm -hmm. like derek's a feisty dude like when he's one-on-one -on -one with you he gets nasty well, I, like he, I feel he's, like he's a warrior there's not a lot you know there's not a lot of people that their names are still recognizable you know what i'm saying like you've got the johnny you got ct you got wes you got it like derek is up in that high 100 tier of people who have remained on or remained on that show for a very long time that they became household names because of that show and so you know that i think that's what's fun to have them on 100 but uh, uh thank you guys for listening you can see this podcast we have a video portion you can check us out on youtube hollywood raw podcast uh make sure you find us on tiktok instagram twitter facebook we're on all the social media sites you can find me at, at adam glenn g-l-y-n you can find dax holt at d-a-x-h-o-l-t We'll see you guys next time. Bye. A Huda Media Production.